0: I don't know. It's just, and now that I've started doing it, the biggest thing that, you know, keeps me going, so to speak, is, is when I see the difference we make with our heroes on these weekend hunts.
1: Starting, sustaining, and having a successful small business is hard. But you already knew that. But wouldn't it be great to have a podcast that talks to and digs in to the people who've made it? Problem solved. This is Local Vibes, Small Business Success Stories. Talking to successful small businesses from around America, you'll hear awesome stories about how they got started and how they survived and thrived online and in their communities. We find out their special vibe. Welcome to Local Vibes, brought to you by Ultimate Online Now, here are your hosts. Pat and Angie Cherubini. All right,
2: let's do this. Hi, everybody. It's Pat and Angie Cherubini from Local Vibes, where we talk to local business owners or organization owners about their business or the organization that they're with and how they have a great local vibe and how they have, what's my word? What's my word? How they have uh, grown, and actually, how they started. That's how the big thing. Struggles and they just tell the
3: story of, of what's going on. So Sorry, we'll just I got start tongue, off by tongue tied by uh, asking you. You know your origin story, who you are, the name of your company. That's right there on your. Do you chest call
2: it, it, we, Do you guys call it a company? American Hero
0: Hunt. Um, wait, more, more so, an organization. Usually, yep. um, um, but just yeah. let us
3: know how it started and and where you're at.
0: Um yeah, so my name's Justin Jones. I am the founder and president of American Hero Hunt. Um 2016ish, I had an idea just to, I mean, I've always been big into hunting. Um so I kind of had an idea to, you know, give back to some veterans and um, you know, along with the other couple of buddies, we we put it together. We took two heroes out, uh, two veterans at that point. It was just veterans only. Um just nonchalant way to give back to them. One did uh, whitetail and then one did waterfowl. We did that for two years. um, And then we decided, you know, we're not going to be able to, we're not gonna be able to do this out of our own pocket for very long. So we decided to, um, you know, apply for our nonprofit organization, our our 501C and um, everything went through that happened in early 2019 is when we became a full 501. But um, we've just blown up since then, um, and I mean, I can't, there's always more goals and more stuff I want to do every day, and my ambitions are high, but we kind of kind of, you know, take it slow and build it, so um, it's just, it's always, in, I mean, me being a veteran myself, I've always had that calling to give back, and, you know, it's, um, it's just something that I, I try to do, and, you know, in anything that we do as an organization, is just give back to local heroes. It is now first responders and veterans, um, nice. so we do we we do all of it. So um, we've been busy.
2: Well, number one, thank you for your service. Thank you. We appreciate that.
3: Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons we go you're you're local to us. But I don't, you know. Today's the first day I'm looking at you. I don't know you at all. We, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, Angie did do your website, but you know, we we really don't know you. But the reason we know you is because you know we try to give back a little bit too and in, in helping out. When we heard your cause, you know, how could we not? You know, that's, that's right. That's, that's an awesome thing you guys are doing. So, what was you know was there something? What was the inspiration behind it? I know you're a vet, and you know you wanted to give back. Was there something that happened? You know that that really caused you to want to jump in here and do this and take these guys out was there a need that you saw or you know what was the inspiration and motivation
0: um i mean really it's just it's it, it was you know kind of my my calling to give back you know it, at the time that i was doing this i was kind of um looking into you know i've been through a couple police uh, police department um you know application periods and stuff like that to become a police officer i didn't quite make it um you know so i kind of you know, I ended up taking a job with another, you know, with another city as my full-time job instead of doing the police officer thing. And I just, you know, I felt this was a way that I could, you know, instead of serving my local community as a, you know, as a first responder, um, I could do this and it would be, you know, something that I could continue to do. And it's getting to the point now where, you know, I've got two young boys and, you know, they'll be able to go out with me and help me and, and, and do that. And, um, I don't know. It's just, and now that I've started doing it, the biggest thing that, you know, keeps me going, so to speak, is, is when I see the difference we make with our heroes on these weekend hunts. Um, but yeah, ultimately it was just, you know, I didn't know, I mean, I didn't know, there are a few other organizations like us around Ohio um, and, and especially nationally now that I'm, you know, kind of in the game, I've, I've seen them, but um, I think ours is better. But ultimately, we're not going to we're not going to compete with these types of organizations because we're all in it for the same game. So, yeah, um, at at the end of the day, it's given back to, you know, those who sacrifice and, um, you know, ultimately give their time for our local community and our country. So
2: exactly. Why don't you explain to everybody exactly, you know, when when you have somebody come out to American Hero Hunt to to a hunt? what's the process or, you know, how does someone sign up for that?
3: Where do you find your guys?
0: Um, so your guys' awesome website that you designed for us. Um, obviously so we've, we set it up on there. Um, basically you go to American um, and click the apply to hunt button. We'll have a list of all the events that we have coming up. I try to get those. We try to get those on the website early in the year, um, but we will have some localized ones that come up that are just kind of last minute. Um, but mostly you go on there, fill out an application or nominate somebody. We try to push people to nominate, um, nice. try to just go on there, fill out as much information about them as you can tell us you're nominating them. And we've had it happen a few times. People didn't even know they were put in for it. And we called them and said, Hey, are you able to come? And and ultimately they were able to come. And it, it, it's been, it, it's awesome when that happens because they have no idea it's coming, but Yeah, you go...
2: what's their reaction?
0: um, A lot of times no one answers, you know, no one answers the first call. So we got to send texts or, you know, try to get a hold of them on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, We try to do it live in in one of our board meetings um, every month. We have one. So we try to, when we pick them, we try to do it live in our meeting. We'll call them on the spot on speaker. Oh, Um, that's neat. Yeah. So a lot of them are really surprised. And, you know, some of them even kind of get... I wouldn't say mad, but they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, because their wife put them in, or yeah. or whatever." But ultimately, not you like know, a they're hero excited. to step up and ask for
3: help. So, you know, that's right. Exactly, that need and I, to you know,
0: them. Yeah, and that's a lot of that is our biggest hurdle is getting, you know, getting humble people like you know veterans and you know first responders to put in for themselves. Um, you know that that is the biggest thing. So we try to tell people get on there, and nominate somebody um last year we reached uh 28 heroes in all that we did um and this year we're slated we're hoping to push 36 this year so we need
3: applicants (laughs) mostly local or they come from all over
0: um so we have a few local trips like we have two turkey hunts coming up the end of this month we've already selected our hunters for that um that was open nationwide um, because I mean, you can hunt in almost any weather for turkey, but when we do a walleye trip up to Lake Erie, we'll make that a, a localized. We try to make it like the Tri County area, um, just so because the weather is, you know, the weather you you can't, you know, you can't go out on Lake Erie if it's 20 mile an hour winds. So uh, no. <laughs> um, so we, we, we try to stipulate them? those, but our big hunts, as far as the um, like our whitetail turkey. You know, all the shotgun, whitetail stuff that we do, we open those nationwide. We've had people come from Wisconsin, Georgia, uh, Tennessee. Um, what was the other one? We had one come from uh, eastern Pennsylvania back uh, in January for muzzleloader season. So, yeah, nice. all over the place. So cool.
2: I see you guys You guys just did a Muskingum University archery. Um, you did something in Muskingum County.
0: Yeah. So uh, Muskingum University started an archery program um, and they hosted a, an ASA qualifier, which is, um, you know, you kind of, you go, it's a 3D shoot and they were just, they hosted it on their property and um, people came from all over the state to shoot. Now the weather was kind of um, really bad on Saturday. It was snowing and wind and freezing cold. Oh, so not, not too many came out on Saturday, but Sunday was, they had over I want to say 120 shooters come out on Sunday wow. to shoot a 30 station 3D course. Um, and you know, as far as our role in it was kind of just to be there and um, you know help out a little bit. We set up our booth and just raise awareness of who we are and
1: mm-hmm. what we
0: do, and um, you know, sell some apparel and, and, and hats and stuff like that. So,
2: do you guys get a lot of people interested at in things like that? In what? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, people. It's I don't. It, it's kind of the. I guess it's society. I mean, you gotta you gotta make the first interaction. Uh, a lot of people just walk by and kind of look and kind of see what you are without actually saying anything. So we kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we try to interact with them. Obviously, that's what you gotta do. But um, we we have we've had a lot of big success setting up. A lot of times we'll set up advances um, when we have some events going on, and they've oh, been yeah. uh, they they've been they've been successful for us for sure.
3: How has it went so far? Has it been pretty easy to get the word out get set up and get these guys to know what you guys do or have you had a struggle?
0: Facebook you know Facebook with any business, um, if you don't pay if you don't pay to play you're you know you're kind of pushed to the back. So that has been that is I think that's been our biggest hurdle um, you know back in the very beginning before we were even really our 501c. I had it set up. I actually, you know, personally boosted some of the, you know, the initial hunt stuff and paid for boosting and stuff like that just to try to get it out there because, um, you know, if you don't pay, people don't see it. Right. Um, so I, I think that's our biggest hurdle is, you know, a, a lot of what we do is social media and push them, you know, kind of push them to the website to apply, obviously, or nominate. Um, so really, you know, Facebook is, is where we're at with that. And it, it does you know, it, it, you rely on friends and family to share it. And if they don't, then, you know, their friends don't see it. And even if they do, uh, you know, some of our board members um, will share stuff and then, or I'll share it and they say they never even see it, you know, yep. and, and they're close, they're close friends of mine. I interact with them all the time and they still don't see it. So
3: Angie doesn't even see my stuff.
2: I knew you were going to talk <laughs> about that. <He> was, <laughs> right? I knew he was going to say it. it's
3: true. It, yeah. It's, it's tough. If,
2: or maybe I see it, and I just don't comment.:
3: well, that's probably the choice. There you go. <laughs> but we, we joke all the time. we talk about that, that just the way Facebook used to work, you'd make a post and your friends saw it, you know, even even on your right. personal stuff. Oh yeah. When you first had a fan page, you know you made a post, and all of your fans saw it. Now, you know, I can challenge anybody to go through even your personal page or your personal profile and go through your f- friends' list. And there will be dozens and dozens that you haven't seen in a year,
0: but oh yeah, still for sure. you
3: know, they're still posting. You're still posting. It's just they don't show it if you stop interacting with them. They stop yeah. showing it, and the pages work the same.
2: The and lovely algorithms.
3: Advertising is the only way around it, and you know yeah that for sure. that's you know that's why we try to teach people to do different things. You know, make sure that you don't get stuck with that being your only thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been tough. Um, but ultimately we are 100% public driven as far as funding and, you know, we haven't quite hit the, you know, hit the point where we want to start paying for advertisement and stuff like that. Now I think we could, but we're still having, you know, we're still having small successes as far as getting people to apply. And, um, and really, to be honest with you, Facebook, the donation aspect of, of, of Facebook has been tremendous for us. Um, you know, almost every post I make on Facebook, I try to make it a donate now post um, to where people nice. can donate right straight from that post. And it's been huge. It's kind of, you know, all the way through all the COVID stuff. We didn't we weren't able to have a banquet. We weren't able to do certain things. And that is what you know, that is what kept us afloat and, and, and really has paid for. Almost all the hunts we've done in the last year and a half is just really? a steady stream of. Birthday fundraisers are huge. Um, I try to tell all my guys on the board and stuff to, you know, create a birthday fundraiser. You know, you'll be surprised at what comes through just by doing that. And it's really? kind of funny with Facebook. I'll see.
2: Great idea.
0: I'll see people. I'll see people out. I mean, states and states and states away. I don't even know who these people are. And they created a birthday fundraiser for American Hero Hunt.
2: Really? It makes
0: 80 yeah, it makes eighty, hundred, you know, eighty dollars, hundred dollars. Some of them have made two, three hundred dollars, and I don't know these people, so
2: that's fantastic. Do you ever reach out to them and talk to them?
0: Yeah, I always when I do see those. It's hard to find, you know. You know, you gotta, especially with the Facebook page, you gotta find the right spot to go find all the fundraisers for American Hero Hunt, um, and I'll just every once in a while I'll get on there and look, and if somebody does post or, you know, make one, I I try to go straight to that and comment as American hero on, um, Mm -hmm. thanking them for, you know, they don't know us from anybody and and they're, you know, raising donations for us. So that's pretty awesome.
3: That's the first time I've heard anybody doing that. That's because you are a 501, right?
0: Yeah, because we are a 501. So, and I hope it stays that way. Um, Facebook has always, you know, it's always been, there's no fees involved at all. Um, dollar for dollar, every donation that is given, um, Facebook, obviously you got to be legitimate and you got to, you know, link your bank account and everything else, but Facebook sends it straight to the bank account every two months. And it's just, it works. And and I'm very surprised the way it works, really. That's
2: fantastic.
3: Yeah. You're the first one I've heard that from. So that's cool. And remember that
2: great information. Yeah. For you. Well, tell me about, tell us about some of your most memorable moments that you've had.
0: Um, pe- some people have asked me that. and I think my number one would be, um, it would have been muzzleloader of 2021. So actually not this past January, but the January, January before, um, we had a gentleman come from Georgia, Mr. Brad Watts. And then we had Mr. Eric Reed from down around Chillicothe, um, came in for loader. I've never met, you know, I had never met them in person. Uh, Brad, I had my brother-in-law actually put him in for the hunt. Um, so there was a little bit of a connection there, but I didn't know him. Um, my brother-in-law had just served with him, mm-hmm. Um, but Eric, it, it was kind of, you know, we never know who we're, we try to, you know, we try to look at their Facebook. We tried to know kind of who's coming or, you know, kind of get a, you know, a mentality of who they are, or, you know, who we're going to hang out with for four days. Uh, Muzzle loader is actually five days that we hang out. So, um, you know, they both showed up in camp and they were like very reserved people, very quiet. And, and it was kind of crazy how they were both the same type of people. And um, they're both combat vets. And it just turned, you know, sitting around, you know, we'll have a camp. It was freezing cold. We didn't really have a campfire, but we camped out in a wall tent. Um, a big, you know, a 16 by 20 tent, we had a wood burner and everything inside. Um, you know, so there's downtime when we're not hunting, we hang around and, you know, we actually had a generator and extension cords and we watched, uh, we watched the national championship football game and everything else, but cool, yeah, cool. out in the middle of nowhere when we're watching TV, but, um,
3: better way to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the one, the thing that they were both really quiet all weekend, um, up until the last day, um, Eric Reed from chill coffee. He ended up, I got really dark. Sorry. He ended up, um, getting a, um, he shot a really nice buck. We hunted with brush fork outfitters. He shot a really nice buck. Um, got it all on film. We try to film everything. And that was kind of, you know, the icebreaker. I think, um, he kind of opened up and they both opened up and just for me to sit around and, you know, cause I'm involved the whole weekend. I'm busy doing this, setting this up, doing this and, To see them go from very quiet, reserved, not really, you know, not really opening up very much to what they did on the last day where they started talking about, you know, talking about their war stories, talking about the things um, and relating with each other and their just their time and service. And to me, that's what it's all about. That's why we do it um, is for them to be able to open up and be the people that they're able to be, um, you know. And you know they need it. You know we don't want to. We don't want to say it's therapy because we're not. Uh, we're not in that business. But ultimately, right. at the end, of, at the end of the day, a weekend like that for these two guys was definitely therapeutic.
2: Do you do a lot of? Do a lot of the veterans? Does it take time before they start opening up with you guys on the hunts? It,
0: It does. Um, you know, some uh, of these two guys were, I think out of all that we've done over the last four or five years, these two guys probably, I don't know if because they were both the same or, um, but they probably took the longest, but usually after the first, you know, the first evening, um, getting settled in camp or, you know, wherever we're staying. Um, and then the next day, you know, we get out and we sit in the blind together or we go, you know, go out and sit and hunt together. And, whatever we do, they, they start to open up. But, um, again, I I think that's just the, you know, the mentality of, you know, the humbled, you know, the humbleness and the mentality of the way veterans and, you know, a lot of first responders are is they don't, they don't feel they're anybody and anybody else more than anybody else. They don't feel like they need to be there. Um, they don't deserve it any more than anybody else. They just, you know, they did their job and they do their job and, you know, so, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's awesome.
2: If think that way, because you guys deserve it all the time—not just once.
3: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, how's your capacity right now? Can you do more? Are you guys looking for more? Are you kind of riding a wave where you—you you sound like you're pretty full, but you know, where does it go from here?
0: Um, actually, we just had a board meeting the other night, and we when we selected our turkey hunters. Um, you know, at the end of the meeting, I started talking. Like, I feel like we can do more. Um, But I think we're kind of, we're at that hump in the wave where um, the time commitment from the board members, time commitment from, you know, volunteers and and stuff like that is, that's the biggest, you know, that's one of the biggest things. You know, I work a full-time job. We all work full-time jobs. We have families. Um, and, and to try to do, you know, 30 plus hunts in a, you know, in a, you a know, reach 30 plus reach 30 plus heroes, you know, throughout all, all of our different hunts and events um, is a lot, really. But I think we're at the point where we can start. Um, we're trying to put a pro staff, you know, everybody in the hunting in- industry wants to be on a pro staff. Um, and what we have found is there's a lot of people out there who want to help but they, they don't really wanna commit themselves to a board member position and devote as much time as needed. So what we're, you know, what we're working on is trying to develop a pro staff program to get those types of people, you know, a part of the organization will back them 100%, say they have property somewhere and they wanna host a hero to take on a hunt. Um, we will, you know, they know what we, you know, as an organization are about and they're able to do that. And then as the time comes, we can, um, you know, we can promote them, quote unquote, promote them up to a, you know, a board member position if they want to do that. But um, I think in the near future, we're going to start either, we're going to travel out West and do some hunting, or we're going to um, send some, you know, link up with some outfitters out West and send some guys out there for um, doing hunts out there. So,
2: I think that's a great idea.
3: How many guys you got? What's your, you know, your team size? How many board members involved? Um,
0: So we have a, our our board, our board is 15. um, And right now we currently have 15 members um, on any given, you know, on any given event or hunt or meeting. um, I think we get about, you know, 60 to 70% participation and I get it. Everybody's busy. We all have families. We all have um, everything going on. So, We do pretty well with that. Um, But day in and day out, just um, what goes on at a meeting every month for two, two and a half hours um, ultimately isn't going to isn't going to propel us to where I think we can go as an organization. And and a lot of the guys are all behind us as far as that goes. So we're um, growing pains is what I like to call them. Um, along with staying busy and, you know, we've got a couple of fundraiser events this year that are going to keep us really busy on top of everything we're doing. So.
3: Nice. Nice. What do you do? What What are your fun? You said you had the uh, Facebook thing and and you do some uh, fundraisers. What do you do to get the word out about getting, because it's all donations, right? It's a hundred. You're probably almost all donations.
0: How do you get the yeah, word? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we, yeah, we are. We're 100% donation driven. Um, so ultimately, uh, back in March, I think it was March 7th of 2020, two days before the country shut down, um, we had a wild game dinner banquet. It was the first banquet. We planned it in two and a half months, um, which is kind of crazy now to think about, but we hosted a banquet, um, with a bunch of different wild game meal. Um, we actually raffled off, uh, 24 guns that night. And as an organization, um, that was the first fundraiser we had done officially, and we raised over $20,000 that night for the organization. Wow. Yeah, it was, I, we were all blown away at how well it went. Um, obviously, with the whole, you know, the COVID, we weren't able to have a banquet in um, 2021. So what we decided to do was a golf outing at the Trout Club in August. Um, it turned out to be an awesome fundraiser for us. And then, so this year <clears throat> we wanted to do a spring dinner um, banquet, but it didn't, we're still doing it in spring and just a little bit later than what we really wanted to. We're not having it until June. Um, so June 4th, we're having a dinner banquet um, and we're going to run it pretty much the same as we did with the last one. And um, I think it's going to be a huge success again. I've already got people, you know, blowing up the emails and phones of wanting to have sponsor tables and And unfortunately we have to cap it at 200, uh, 200 occupants because of the venue, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome, an awesome fundraiser. And we're doing the golf outing in, um, in August again, out at, uh, the trout club. So
2: nice.
3: Is that information, if somebody wants to, uh, participate in that is out on your website, Facebook page, both.
0: So as far as the, um, the um, the sprint or the, the banquet, the dinner banquet, we put the save the date um, flyer out with the dates. And um, I'm hoping by the end of this week, I'll have the final flyer done with the sponsors. Um, and then we will have uh, ticket pricing and sponsor tables and everything else will be out this week. And that'll be on Facebook. Um, and then I'm hoping by the end of this week as well, I can get the flyer designed for the save the date of the golf outing in August. So.
2: And do you guys, do you build a list, Justin? Do you have a list of, um, you know,
0: past people,
2: an email list or a text list? I
0: do. So we used an online ticketing venue um, for the Wild Game Dinner in 2020. And it ate a lot of money in fees and, you know, transfer fees through PayPal and stuff like that. So this year, so I do have all the email of everybody who applied, you know, who bought a, you know, purchased a ticket um, on that but this year um, i'm we're we're planning to sell tickets in person basically we're going to have you know we're going to have our 10 sponsor tables um, and then the rest of them will be individual dinner tickets that will sell and we've got between the you know 10 or 15 of us on the board we've got so many people who are wanting tickets already it's just it, it, i think it's going to sell out quicker than 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 you know than we can really get the word out there so
3: which venue are you using
0: uh, we're going to Harvest Adventures down in Bremen. Um, it's kind of a farm. It used to be it used to be a dairy farm, and um, they, you know, somebody had come to them a long time ago about having a wedding on their dairy farm, and mm-hmm. so then that kind of gave them the idea to turn it into a wedding venue and a you know a banquet hall and stuff like that. So make nice. more
3: money throwing parties and yeah. milking cows.
0: Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah.
3: So. Somebody that has the same calling as you, you know, wants to give back, wants to start something. Do you have any advice, what it takes to start a 501 and put something together like you've done?
0: Just do it. Um, You know, that's kind of cliche. You know, you're going to, you'll never be ready. You know, I, I, you know, I researched, I actually, I did all the 501 application. I didn't pay a lawyer. I didn't pay a firm. I didn't, I did it all myself. Wow. Um, I went online. I checked out the IRS website and, you know, you had to fill out the the forms. And um, luckily now you can do a lot of it le- electronically. Um, but my biggest thing was, you know, I was hesitant. Like, what if I do this wrong? What if I do this wrong? Now there are firms out there you can, you know, you can pay, they'll do it for you. Um, but just do your research and do it. Um, if you want to start 0501, it's not it's not as hard as a lot of people make it seem um, obviously the day and day in and day out things that you need to do after that. But um, my biggest thing would just go for it. Um, don't hold back. You'll never be ready. It's like having a kid or, you know, stuff like that. You're like, Oh, you want to plan, you want to have this ready, this ready, this ready. I mean, you'll never be fully ready. Uh, things are going to change day to day. You're going to have things that um, as with any business, you know, you're going to have hurdles. You're going to have things that you have to work through, but my biggest thing would be just to do it and, um, and then work out, the, work out the kinks after that.
3: just jump yep. and figure it out on the way down. Right. yep. <laughs> That's cool. Got anything else?
2: Do we go to the
3: Wow, is there anything that we yeah. didn't ask? You know we always we always think we go through all our, our notes and you know is there something that, that we missed about what you do, or
0: or did we nail For it? a story or anything? I don't think so. Um, you know, really, it's kind of crazy. My wife just told me a little while ago you get famous, don't forget about me because I've done a couple yeah. podcasts. <laughs> but no, I mean, it.
3: You, you may have a, while, you know, a ways to go after this one.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I just sincerely, I thank you guys, um, you know, Angie, for, you know, doing the website and, and not charging us a dime. I mean, the website is amazing, um, it's so user friendly. Um, you know, everything you guys do and have done, um, you know, and just all the local, you know, the local community, the sponsors, you know, everybody that has, you know, gotten behind us and helped us do what we do. Um, I wouldn't be able to do it, you know, especially without my board members. Um, it's just, it keeps me busy. Now I'm looking, I'm hoping for the day I can retire and do this more full time.
1: Oh, that'd but, be, uh, that'd be I fun.
0: It would be, um, hopefully that day comes. Um, that, that's my, uh, that's my end goal, I think. But, um, you know, really, and, and I guess one thing that I forgot to say is when we take, and this is one thing that I pride, you know, our organization on. Um, I don't know what other organizations do, but when we take a hero out on a hunt, we outfit them from head to toe. You know, we get with we get with Vance's, we get with uh, High Point Taxidermy, we get with Habit Outdoors, different sponsors that we have, um, and we get gear. We outfit them head to toe and give them everything they need for the weekend to do what we're doing. But then they can take it all home with them nice. and continue. So if it's if they've never hunted turkey before, um, they now have everything they need to continue that after they've been with us for a weekend. So
2: do you have a lot of people that come into it that have never hunted before?
0: Um, yes and no. So we've had two or three that have, you know, they've never done the type of hunting that we took them on. Um, and then we've had ones that, you know, they're a little bit older. They used to hunt when they were in high school or, you know, they went out with their dad and grandpa when they were younger, but they just, you know, they haven't done it for 20, you know, 20 to 30 years. And then now, you know, all of a sudden they get to go back to doing what we do. And, um, you know, we've had some come into camp that didn't really have much of hunting gear and they're just blown away by, you know, what we give them. And, um, almost all of them are just, you know, like, I don't need this stuff. Like I don't deserve this stuff. You know, we give them a whole table full of gear. Um, and they're, you know, we don't need this. I don't need this. I don't, you know, and it's just
2: what a cool feeling.
0: It it is. It's very humbling to me to, um, you know, to, to be able to do that as an organization. And, and that's one thing I never want to get away from is mm-hmm. doing that because I think that makes, um, I think that makes a, a world of difference.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. That's really cool. I, was, I don't know how to help, you know, we're going to, we're going to obviously put this out. We're going to try to drive people to your, uh, donation links. And I think that's, yeah, you know, in the world that we hear all the negativity and and everything, I think there are a ton of people that are going to ha- want to help you out. And, oh yeah. You know we're just trying to yeah. do a little bit. It was our pleasure doing your website, you know, it's yes. o- obviously. It's a no-brainer for us, you know. It's all it's the least we could do. But we're going to try to get some some hits on that link and and see what we can do to spread the word a little bit and get people to know what you do because it's vibes. freaking awesome. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it is so cool that you guys do that and you know, I can just picture those, those guys, you know, the type of guys that are trying to not take any of your stuff and they don't deserve, I, I can just picture them, but mm-hmm. you know, it's cool.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I, I really appreciate it. Um, ultimately, you know, they can go to the website obviously it's American Um, there is a contact, you know, a contact form on there. They can contact us, um, that comes straight to me anytime, day or night. Um, please, if you have anybody that you want to nominate, nominate them, just go on there and tell a little bit about them, um, and why you think they deserve this. And obviously they're already a hero to us, but, um, try to make them stand out more than the other guy. Um, I guess that's, that's one of the other big things that we have, you know, we, we, we ask people, you know, veterans or first responders to, um, explain themselves or tell us a little bit about you and, um, you know, being humble, they don't, uh, they don't, you don't talk too much. Uh, they don't want to boast themselves too much or anything like that, but give us your service history, what you do for hobbies now. And, and, um, just try to relate with us a little bit. Cause ultimately that's the way we select is, um, if we have 25 applicants to one hunt, um, every board member brings their top five out of those 25 to a meeting. And then we sift them down from there. And obviously we look at everybody's social media and, um, we try to relate and, and ultimately we, we boil it down to one or two, depending what we're doing. And then we have the backups. So that would be please so nominate. Hard. Oh, it is. It's very hard. It's, it is so hard. I mean, we, we've had some whitetail hunts in the past where we've had over 50 applicants. Oh, um, how do you narrow that down from 50 to one? Oh, that is, uh, it's very hard. It's very hard to do. So
3: Yeah. So for the people that just heard all that and are sitting there thinking, you know, obviously the heroes aren't thinking it, but their friends and family are thinking, Hey, this person needs to go, you know, what are your requirements to apply? You know, veteran first responder, that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Any veteran active duty, um, you know, first responder. So that's, uh, you know, obviously firefighter, medics, um, police officers, retired, still active, doesn't matter. Um, we, you know, we don't, you know, we, we've taken some disabled guys on. We can always account, find ways to accommodate disabled vets, whether they're the wheelchair yeah. bound. Um, yeah, that's another huge project we have coming up. We actually had a, um, a disabled American veteran, the DAV chapter up by Cleveland. Um, they donated a single axle, 16 foot, no, 14 foot trailer to us that we are going to build a blind on. So it is 100% mobile. We can put it anywhere and it'll be all wheelchair accessible. We can just run the wheelchair right up in the back of it. And um, so, yeah, we don't, um, we, we will find a way to accommodate anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. We ask, so on the application, we ask for, you know, DD 214 or a picture of a, you know, a, um, a military ID or, um, you know, police ID, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to have that on the form, But we will require that if you don't put it on there, just so we can make sure everything's 100% legit. Um, Mm -hmm. But really the biggest thing is name, phone number that we can contact. Um, If you don't want them to know about it, don't put their email address in the form, put your email address um, because you will get a confirmation email once you hit submit. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately it's um, we just need people to nominate somebody and uh, it'll be that's the biggest thing nominations. I, I love making that phone call and they had no idea that they were even put in for it.
2: That would be fun. That would be fun. And you said, do you record it?
0: Do you record um, we don't record, we don't record, but we call live, right. Um, you know, we call live Lord, like man. during our meeting, we put it on speakerphone, you know, if there's 10, 15 of us in the meeting, you know, we, we talk to them right then and there and make sure they're able to come and, and uh, you know, congratulate them and all that stuff. So, but we do, as far as recording, when we take guys out, um, we try to record the whole weekend. Um, we have mm-hmm. a couple a couple guys that do film editing, um, you know, for us. And, um, you know, we're always looking for more of those, too. Film editors or young people that want to walk around and film and hang out for us for the weekend. You know, if you're inspiring to be a uh, outdoor videographer, we'd love to have you mm-hmm. come and do some film. But ultimately, we try to film edit it and put it all together. So that way they have something to look back on 10, 15 years from now.
2: Oh, that's neat. That's really neat. Well, are we ready for the question box? Go for it. I always, I've got this little box of questions. They're just random questions. So we don't have any clue what you'll get. Okay. Let's see. What three adjectives would your family use to describe you?
0: Oh, man. Um,
2: busy. Maybe, maybe not busy. just your family, maybe the other other guys in the organization. How would they describe you over, you know, in American Hero Hunt?
0: Um, definitely, I'd say busy. Um, the other one would be... Uh, selfless, um, you know, with, there's a lot of times I don't, I don't hunt throughout the year at all. I, you know, I love to hunt, but I just don't have time, um, because of what, because of what we're doing. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess humble, you know, I, 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 you know, that's, I don't know. It's just, um, as far as the, you know, the whole organization goes, I don't, you know, I don't see myself as doing anything extraordinary. I'm just uh, doing what I need to do to to give back to our American heroes.
3: Well, you're doing That's that. fantastic. You're doing that in spades. Thank you so much for spending the time and talking to us. And, you know, thank you for your service. Thank you for what you're doing for those heroes. I mean, it's just, it's cool all the way around what you're doing. And we're going to do whatever we can to get the word out some more.
2: Can't wait to see it grow.
0: I appreciate it very much. Um, I'm excited for the future. Um, obviously, there's growing pains along the way, but I'm very excited for the future of where American Hero Hunt goes and where we end up. You know, even just two to five years from now. So, well, we're awesome. always
3: a call, text, or email away. So just reach out. Whatever you need, if you got any questions? Let us know, and you know we'll do
0: whatever we can to help you guys out. Yep. I'll be getting a hold of you about that email chain. So
2: <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Cool. Right. So, right. you know, you this
3: is, as we wrap it up, this is usually more business, you know, but we know what you do and what you did and who you help. So, you know, the local vibes part of it isn't really about local v- business. It's about, you know, the, it's the fabric of America is the way I look at yeah. it. Is, you know, oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah the yeah. biggest part of the local vibes. So thank
0: you again for everything you've done. Yep. Thank you guys. I appreciate it very much.
2: All right. That, wrap that's a wrap. <laughs> Have a good night,
0: man. Hey, you too. Thank you, guys. Bye. See ya.
1: Thanks for listening to the Local Vibes Podcast. Brought to you by Ultimate Online Marketing, where we help small business owners like you build the ultimate system that generates more leads, phone calls, and most importantly, more customers. More customers. Join our group by going to ultimateonlinemarketing.com slash group. There, you'll find live discussions, tips, podcasts, videos, and just plain real talk on how you, too, can be an ultimate online business. See you next time. Bye-bye.